Hello and thank you so much for choosing Hope TV. This is where you look and live. And of course, this is Testify, where our faith in Jesus Christ gets to grow. My name is Sharon Aitore Wangenye and it's such a great joy to have you join us today because yes, indeed, our faith will be stirred. Our faith is going to grow because I have with me an amazing guest. Her name is Ruth Kilemi. She has an amazing story of things that God has brought her through and things that she's currently doing all to the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. Karibisana. Thank you so much. I'm happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. And we are looking forward to hearing your story. Thank you. Your story. I, I, let, me just, let me just not go there. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with growing up. Mm -hmm. First of all, who is Ruth? Uh, my name is Ruth Kilemi, as you have seen. Uh, I come from Meru. Uh, That's where I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to get excited at having my tribesman. Yes. Uh -huh. um, I come from Meru. I'm a last born in a family of seven. I have amazing sisters and brothers. And I thank Lord. I mm -hmm. thank God for them. Amen. Yes. Amen. And you're married? Yes, I'm married. Oh. <laughs> I've been married for the last 15 years. Ah, 15. Yes, <laughs> 15. yes 15 years. In fact, this is, I think this is the 16th year. Because I and my husband, we met in 2008. And our dating was very short. It was very, very short. Okay. Story, if I tell you this story, you will not <laughs> believe it. For us, we not have any courtship. Oh. For us, we met on a Friday, on a Saturday. The next week, we were together. Uh, and the following month, we were married. No. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you know, girls take time and say, I'll think about it. Uh -huh. Some say, I'll pray about mm -hmm. it. For you, it was not so. Uh -uh, for me, it was not Love so. at first sight or I, what? I don't know what I can call that. But all I know when I saw my husband, there was like, God, I pray that he doesn't have a girlfriend and he's not married. <laughs> that one was my two and In fact, we met in a church compound uh -huh. because that, at that time I was an event organizer. So he was one of the people in the wedding. And so when I saw him, can you imagine I went back to the church? <laughs> and I sent two prayers, let him know, be married or... He shouldn't be having a girlfriend. Wait, so. were you were you were you in the season where you were trusting God for a husband? Yes. Oh. Honestly, yes. I was in a season I had told God I really need to settle down. Okay. I need a man in my life, okay. and I was not born again. Oh. Yes, that time when okay. we met, and uh, it has been a journey. And uh, I thank God. Because he, the grace of God has carried us through. It is not by our strength. It has always been God being on our side. Yes. Amen. Do. Yes. Amen. Okay. So how was it growing up? Uh, growing up, it was not easy for me. One, because I lost my mom when I was very young. Oh, holy. My mom died when I was around three years, not really sure. And uh, not the story that I'm... Um, I've been told is my mom was very sick, even when she was carrying me. Hmm. And uh, it happens that even she did not carry me to the full terms. So mom uh, gave birth to me at around seven to eight months. And uh, after that, uh, she died when I was very young. Hmm. Honestly, I cannot even, I don't know, I don't oh, even remember. Sorry. And uh, it was not easy growing up without a mother. And my sisters are way older than me. Like the second last born, we are like, there's a gap of like seven years, oh. six years seven, six years to seven years. Okay. So you can imagine my life without a mother and uh, without anyone to play with. Mm. So my grandmother took care of me. My shushu was the one who was taking care of me that time. Okay. Yes, but later my dad got uh, remarried. And you know the issues with the stepmothers, it was not a smooth journey. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Then uh, from... My childhood, I went to a primary school in Meru. I went uh, to high school in Meru. Then later now, my sister took me to Nairobi. 
okay. when I was joining high school. Yes. When you're joining high school? Yes, when I was joining high school. Okay. Yeah, because uh, most all the primary uh, season I was in Miru. Okay. Yes. All right. Then you came to the city. Then I came to the city. To hustle or to do what? <laughs> Uh, not to stay with my sister. Yeah. I came to stay with my sister uh, because now she decided that since I'm going to high school and uh, most of the holidays, there is no one in Meru to take care of me. And uh, she had already finished uh, a college. She's a teacher. She's my mother. Mm. You know, she's the one who has taken care of me. She's the one who has educated me. I'm the woman you're seeing here because of my big sister oh, and I really appreciate her beautiful. so much. Yeah, so after the holidays, now I used to come to a place. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So how was it transitioning from the village to becoming a city girl? <laughs> she was a bit tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was a bit tough. <laughs> Honestly, I do not have that exposure. And I think that is even when I got a chance to go out and live my life. All I wanted was to settle, you know. <laughs> I did not want to make any mistake in life. Yeah. But uh, it was not that smooth. Let me tell you. When you're growing up and when you feel like now Mefika that age, eh, right. you, are the boss, eh, you are the boss of your <laughs> own life. I fell into wrong group where I was introduced to drinking and smoking. Ah, <laughs> this pretty girl smoking this and pretty doing all this. Girl. Oh. So that is after high school. That okay. is after high school. Now I'm in college. So we started drinking. Kindogo, kindogo, too. You know, wherever your friends, you go sit somewhere. Mm. And honestly, it really affected me because I became alcoholic. You became an alcoholic? Yes. Wow. And now even my sisters now decided to reject me because now I've turned to be something else. So I was all alone in Nairobi. Hi. Yes. <laughs> it was not easy at all. But you see what? Like someone only said, God's seed can never get lost. Not your big, your moon is I'm telling you, God was always on my side mm. because even in that season I could always find myself in church. I find myself I'm going to church mm. because even even how I got saved, I just decided to take a walk one of the evening I was in like a small house and I didn't have food, you know, and I'm like, let me just take a walk around and just buy time, you know. And I'll come back and sleep. I found myself in church. I went in the altar and I really cried to God. You was know, there a service or it was, was just no you? I was just me in that church. I can still remember it was just inside Uko Pipeline. Mm. I can't remember the name. But I went there and I cried to God. Then all of a sudden I heard some sounds like there was a crusade somewhere. So Kumbe, it was the same, same church that was doing the missions just outside. Wow. So I descended to go in that field and listen to what was, being, what was happening there. And I stood at the back. What you buying time? And uh, that is how I got for like Wow. For the first time. Yeah. Because I later did a backslide. For the first time. Okay. Hi. So this girl mm -hmm. who's come to the city and turned to a drunkard yes. or an alcoholic. Yes. And your sisters have rejected you. So how are you surviving? How are you funding your drinking habits? My friends. Oh. So I used to have those friends. Yeah. And one of them, they used to have a club, Uko River Road. So we used to go there and drink. And Vale, even sometimes during the afternoon classes, Vale could bring us alcohol in class. What? Can you imagine? So we were like a camp group of three of us. We rented a house in a, around Pipeline, around Cobil. 
And uh, so we used to pay the rent. But even before that, honestly, I did not have a place to stay. So I used to have one friend who was staying at Tangara, those hostels in Kara. Mm. So this friend of mine could accommodate me at night when the matron is already asleep. So Ninge sneak to Nalala. Then in the morning, mm. Kate wakes me up in a talk at before the matron comes. And that is how my life was. Mm. Until now, I got a job, Uko River Road, you know, <laughs> a job of selling bad CDs, you know, those yeah. you burn CDs, they were called what? Yeah, CDs, CDs, with yeah. the songs you yeah. burn for someone, someone comes with a list of songs and you burn them, yeah. uh, remotes, you know, just a small place, to someone make a shop yeah. in the, that's where I got my first job and my salary was 6,000. So, 6,000? Yes. That was a lot of money, right? Yeah, that was but, a lot back of then, money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so with that 6,000, I was able to get now make a small house and accommodate now even my friends so that we can share the rent because the rent was 2,500. Okay. We don't have any bed. So what I did, I spoke to one of my cousins. It was a police officer at Central. <laughs> And uh, he gifted me a small mattress, three by five, I think, that small one. And that is where we used to sleep. But and you were earning money. But I'm a person who was earning money. I had to get a kid. Oh, before now. So uh, the first salary we bought stuff, we bought sufferers, blankets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we started our life. But the... The habit of clubbing, smoking was every weekend. We never missed. In fact, for me, Nintore, if you really wanted me to meet you in Nairobi, don't tell me come to my avenue. Mm. Mention the club that is around there. Wow. So I used to know the places by the club names. Mm. If it's my avenue mentioned that what is there. If it is Kemanthi um, Street, mention season, there was season, there was what those. Okay, so you are after college. Was it after college or in college that you got this first job? Do you know what, Naitore? Yes. I do not know if I finished that college. What were you studying? I don't know if I finished that college. Yeah. I was in Kim. I was doing business management. Okay. So my brother had paid for me to do business management in mm -hmm. Kim. But I did not even finish because of the bad habits that me are buyer buyer. Because now with those girls, we had started drinking. We did our first exams. We did not perform well. You know, and we decided we are not going to repeat. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> in Nairobi now trying to ask so to yeah. get job with no papers. Okay. So you get this job. So I got this job. It was not a kajob actually. This job, I think. It's a I big got this 6,000 was a lot. <laughs> uh, I got this job at uh, Luthuli, you know, Koriba yes. Road. So those places. And this guy gave me a job. Uh, he was doing those uh, CDs, I don't know what you call them, it's the right, yeah. it's the right name. The CDs and also remotes. You know, you broke your remote yeah. and chain up guys and all types of remotes that can be used with any type of TV. Okay. So if you wanted a TV, uh, remote uh, for your TVs, you could always find one at Chege's place. It was just like a small thing, so I used <laughs> to work there. And my salary was 6,000. And you know, this guy was not even paying me that 6,000 in food. Oh. So this, this month he'll pay me 3,000 and this Ooh. month he'll pay me 2,000. You know. Okay. But I stayed there. I stayed there until now that one day that I met with my sister in town and uh, I think she was like, she was sorry. Because of the way I was looking and she felt pity on me. <laughs> and uh, so she asked me to go to a place. She was living at Donum. So I went to Nana's place. We sat down. 
there was a lot of counseling there was a lot of rebuking you know yeah. your life this is your <laughs> life and you know when you're in that age ato wambiwe nini you know okay. uh, you can't hear so it sort of gets through here and yeah, comes out when the lawyer took up the story i'm like putamaliza sangapi you know yeah but she really trained and uh, she got me another job in an event organizing company so at least my salary increased and that now i was being paid 15000 okay yes okay <laughs> all right so we'll, this 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 event story is the one that gets you to this church mm-hmm. where there is a wedding mm-hmm. and you meet your husband yes but just wait we'll get back to that uh-huh. so the time you're giving your life to jesus mm-hmm. the first time uh-huh. that is way before meeting your husband or yes. was way before yes. then what had pushed Two you to six. what had pushed you to the six. place of surrender I, i'm telling you i think i was just tired of the life that i was living and i was in a vange of giving up hmm. and like i told you continue always protect has even when you are not faithful even when you are not God is so loving because Amen. I can say yeah God has always been on my side when I went to that church I just wanted to take a walk to Zarosix nizunguke tu you know in fact I used the even no Mombasa road to go to Tawala I, I used to stay around there Kobit so I went to Transami ni kaingia Transami uko ndani nikatokea pipeline just taking a walk and I found myself in that big church I can't even remember the name and I cried to God I, I don't even if I had any words to say but all I, I can remember I really cried and uh, all of a sudden there was noise like there was a preaching somewhere and so I decided to go there but something was really pushing me and maybe god really wanted me to show me that uh, there is life in me you know this is not the life that i created yours to live there is life in me there is a better life in mm-hmm. me but now the problem is after giving my life to christ and i started going to that church mm-hmm. and i became a member but the problem is every friday and saturday i still learn the same same friends who took me out for drinks no yeah. anakwambia onja tui hii tu glass moja glass moja turns to two glasses yeah, and so three bottles and you can't do what ni match mambo ya church tend oh yes okay <laughs> so fast forward mm-hmm. uh, when you get this other job mm-hmm. your sister has helped you to get yes. a job mm-hmm. are you thinking of changing no mali sasa pombe ilikuwa imeingia nilikuwa too high you know na i used to see that lorry ya pombe kile kabeba taskas nasikia queue hapa na kwa chot what i was in that situation that ata single is a addicted or what i was addicted i was just alcohol i all i needed was taskas oh my goodness i was not even ready to change because now this person me patikana ya pombe oh, yeah. you know so but I, you're living with your sister how could you unaskia like uh, behave ada sikukasa na alikuja kanifukuza in fact i came one day nikapata you know that paper for the dustbin yes. it was a black green blue those time amenyekea manguko hiyo toka wende toka wende she was tired of you uh-huh. and i left so i went to look for my friend now kate Now with Kate we decided we look now for a house. Okay. So we got our first house and uh, our life began but still I did not stop drinking alcohol even with Kate we used to drink utumeva hills. <laughs> we used to drink I'm telling you but I thank God. Amen. That we, I got saved. Amen. And that I got delivered. and that I stopped and there is no queue anymore <laughs> no queue anymore praise god no queue anymore kabisa no queue anymore okay so i want to now get you to this other part of the story yes so you meet your husband yes uh he was not born again was he no 
he was also not born again. And you know what, he really played a very big role uh, in helping him to stop drinking. Mm. Because one, he did not judge me. You know the problem with us, we love judging people. And I always tell my friends, me, I don't like judging and I will never judge people because most of my life I've been judged. So this guy did not judge me. The first date we went, the first date, hey, someone name. <laughs> I expected him to leave me because I took bottles there. I used to do like this. <laughs> And if we just take in two pills, Nazemi or any, I think I'll take a Traskamat. I mean, the eighth bottle. And it was like, I'm like, so you didn't mungo. But do you know what? He did not leave me. One thing he told me is, I will help you stop drinking. Okay. So anytime he went out, he would allow me to drink and allow me to smoke. And he would correct me in a, in a way that I could not feel offended. Okay. Yes. Ah, yeah. So, I have Okay. All right. Let's take a very quick break. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Welcome back and thank you so much for staying with us. If you just joined us, Karibu Sana, you are on Testify on Hope TV, where you look and live. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, thank you. So, um, we were at, you've met your husband, mm -hmm. then he was not a husband, but mm -hmm. then... He was my boyfriend that boyfriend, time. Boyfriend, mm -hmm. and he says he's going to help you mm -hmm. to stop this tabia of drinking. overdrinking yes. or something. Yes. So the, the goal at that time was to help you reduce at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extreme. <laughs> okay. So how did the, let's continue with the story. How did the relationship now progress? Uh, so this is our first date. Then we had our second date. And you know, with alcohol, there are so many things that you can do that are not right. <laughs> and so my second date with my husband, I became pregnant. Okay. Here we are. So I am already pregnant. You're not married yet. I'm not married yet. Okay. But at least I know where it is. Okay. Hey, and if I tell you where it is, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> where was it? <laughs> so when I met this guy in this wedding, the way he was dressed, uh, the guy was driving, and you know, as a young girl, yeah. we want good life. Yeah, you know. So for me, I knew Nintore. That one was the end of my troubles. You know, Okay, but. Later now, so it happened that uh, one day invited me to his place. So I went. He picked me from Embakasi, somewhere around along the road. So to Kengia. Mama to Lingia. To Lingia. This guy was living at Mukuru Konjenga slums. And I'm already pregnant. Wow. The guy with a nice car. The guy required. You really need to have the spirit of discernment. You know, it's very important. Okay. Especially for the young girls who are now ready for marriage. So that they don't make the mistakes, you know. Yeah. So, and in that season, my boss now, who had employed me on, uh, on the event company, they had issues with the wife. So they decided uh, they divide the shares and the company was closed. So I'm left here without a job. I am pregnant. And now there's this new guy. Because one, I was not ready to do abortion. And him, when he, when he realized I was pregnant, he told me, keep my baby. So I decided to move from my house, like this story. So I decided to move from my house and I went to stay with him at Mukuru. I remember that time now, I don't have any family member. Yeah. The one that at least was a bit kind, she got tired. So I went to stay there at Mukuru. Wow. Sasa apondi likwa mwanzu wa mashinda. Because we did not have food, 
we don't have money i don't have a job this guy was just a driver the money is honey you know <laughs> do you know i lost that baby because we did not have money for hospital oh so my first born so that what is, happened like so what happened uh the time to go to hospital so you know those kitambo even kitambo even now the doctors as always with that mentality you have to deposit this amount of money before anything yeah. can be done those yeah. time so i went to hospital and uh i did not have any complication for nine months the baby was due yes But no the problem up, uh, happened that uh, I could not open because I was small eh? so my cervix was not able to open to the right centimeters yeah. and I labored for long okay so the doctor suggest now I have to go to theater and by the time the 5000 meter foot on the ongeed theater it was too late the baby and stop there was no heartbeat there was the baby was not playing oh. and that is how i lost my first one wow so i went to theater the operation was done they tried to resuscitate yeah, the baby and all that but it did not even last because from the nursery i did not even breastfeed that boy i don't even hold that boy and that certainly that the doctor and suggested to bring me the baby they went to the nursery and they found the baby slept and I left. so the baby lived for just a moment yeah okay but like a day. a day and that is how i lost that boy yes so, so we are here home. in hospital mm-hmm. If now that is when now I came to see my family you know bad news spread very fast very fast yeah so, they, so all this time no one in your family for that was one year, no one I only had one friend okay so that's one year what about his family they were not in the picture also I'm coming to home to look at Menda home mother was there okay. mother was there but uh, there was nothing much she could do because okay. of finances and all that eh? okay so i only had one friend her name is christine and we even with that okay. she brought me yeah. and this girl has been so supportive it's one friend you know that one friend who i can really say she has been with me through thick and thin because mm. even that season nilikuwa naningaia mafuta ya kupik Yeah the little she had she would share with you. We used to share. Yeah. Oh thank god for such friends. Yeah you know. Yeah. So I lost the baby. And now we are in the hospital. Now we need to look for the money to be discharged. The doctor says if you want to go and bury the baby to even have the money to bury the baby. She was given the option to bury the baby to even have the land to bury the baby. So we suggested to leave the baby for the hospital to take care of that and I got discharged and that is evening is now when my family now came to see even why I stay. Yeah. And they find you in a slum somewhere down in Mukuru. But you had moved. That time Kotwili we had moved. We had moved to one bedroom house in Mulolongo. Oh. Yeah because no yan got a better job. Okay. So we are we were doing a little better. Yeah, we were doing a little much better. <laughs> from now from the slums we were able to move to a one bedroom. So that is when my sisters came to see me and to cry with me. And then you ask, where were you all those time? Yeah. You know. And then again the Bible reminds me that the Bible says you will never leave us the friends, the family, the parents. Everyone can leave us but right. God we never leave us and god was always with me so they came they cried yeah and, and life had to move on and life had to move on okay so they go back to their homes they and you remain with your husband they left me and my husband yes and how was that uh, period 
this it is something devastating. new. Remember, I'm very young in marriage. Yeah. I'm also still very young. I think I was only 25, 26, mm. if I'm not wrong. I was very young. I did not even know what to say, what to do, you yeah. know. This is something that I did not expect. Because I was like, if God really carried me for nine months, eating ugali and skuma most of the day, mm. most of the time. And here I am. No, why did even God allow this? I was so bitter with God. I was so mad with this God. It did allow me to lose my baby. I didn't know he was about to allow me to lose more. more Many more. more. You know. Okay. Yeah, so after that, after now, I went through the Kailin process and all that, and I conceived again. Mm-hmm. And this time my neighbor and helped me to get a job in a real estate company. Remember, I don't have any papers. Yeah, you so dropped me, out of school. This one is just God's doing. Me, I don't have any papers, but wherever I went for interviews, I was given a job. There was always that divine connection, like God would do someone to take me somewhere, mm. you know. So and this neighbor's, neighbor of mine helped me get a job. And uh, I got a job just around Siokima. And one day, I'm just sitting in the, in the car office, and I felt something. So I decided to go to the toilet, and I noticed I was bleeding. Wow, I caught my husband. I, I even decided to take myself to hospital. I went to the hospital. And by that evening, the following day, not the doctor comes and is like, you know, they've run some tests and all that. And the doctor has told you you are pregnant. I'm like, see, these are the results because I'm carrying all the document. And that is why I lost that pregnancy. Okay. Shortly after conceiving. Shortly after conceiving, now uh, I lost my second pregnancy. Okay. And, uh, wow, I am back again. Mm. Craving. I cried to God again. Remember, I'm not even born again. Yeah. And this is 2011, 2012. And uh, so one day, so this is my second one. Mm-hmm. So out of that company, I made some money and uh, I'd started just like a simple restaurant. And this mama who was working for me was born again. And they used to have those home cells. You know, I came to understand home cells are very important. So they were having these home cells and uh, on their way back, like she, she went for the home cell because she was the one who was hosting people that day. So they came with the members too and they decided to let them say hi to the boss. Mm. So there's this guy there. He was a caretaker in a certain church, in their church. And so this guy asked me, what do you want God to do for you? That is 2013. And I'm like, for sure, for sure, there is this God you're talking about. Yeah. I want this God to give me a baby. And he tells me, for God to give you peace, you have to give yourself to him. So, so you can imagine, yeah. I know this guy asked me, are you ready to give your life to Christ? You know, I said yes. There was this friend of mine there who used to come that evening and do samosas there outside. You know, she's um, Jalu and she's like, ah, tu wakuja kufukuzia customer na izi makelele zao and all that. But for me, it print for me. You agreed. I, yeah, I agreed. We sat in the table and I offered him tea and the mama told me, it doesn't take things from strangers. So I'm like, I this I has to take mine. How 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 not? He has to take mine. So I told you, if you want to pray for me, you have to take my teeth, then you will pray for me. So you know, we will start then negotiating. <laughs> okay. And later he prayed for me, and I gave my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that time, that season, my husband decided even to go and pay the dowry at my father's place. To you know, so everything started like things not starting to move. And you know what? I conceived. Mm-hmm. So I conceived again. And uh, after conceiving, the first three months, 
I started bleeding again. And I went to this guy and I told him, you told me to give my life to God. <laughs> and if I give my life to God, he will give me a baby. Now see my life again. I'm about to lose this child. And I remember this guy saying, you know, that Jalo, uh, the way they talk and they said, if for sure we ni mungu wa ukweli, what told you mama she came to so I went to the hospital. The doctors decided to put me into digestion, progesterone, you know, those just to stop the blending, to strengthen the uterus and all that. And I was given the two weeks bed rest. So because the scan showed there was no baby. Oh. Yes. Okay. I'm bleeding. The scan has been done and the doctor says there's no baby, but there's a sack. So there's a house for a baby, but inside that house, there is no baby. So uh, the doctor suggests I go home for two weeks. Then after coming back, after two weeks, they will take me for cleaning and all that. Remember, my, my guy is here praying because he's God has to prove himself. He has to prove himself. And guess what? And this is my testimony. When I went back to the hospital, and the scan was done again because now they want to see if there's any clotting, but they need to clean and all that. There was a heartbeat. Praise God. The baby was back. Amen. <laughs> From wherever. O wherever. Just... <laughs> wow. So my baby was back to the sack. You know, to, yeah. Amen. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, I will mungo so the baby was back and now the doctors has to monitor my pregnancy because now this is a very delicate pregnancy mm. and all that. And I can tell you what, Nintore, I enjoyed that pregnancy. Mm. The bleeding stops, the baby continued to grow very well mm -hmm. and I gave birth to a son. Amen. And his name is Samuel. Oh. We call him Prophet Samuel. Thank God. Yes. For Prophet Samuel. I really is how old God. now? Samuel is nine years nine. now. Nine. Yes. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I have Sam. So now you didn't you didn't go back. You're like, ah oh, yeah, this Jesus is for real. In fact, no, from 2013, that was where now there was a total turnaround mm. and I descended to Southeast Court. I never went back. I never mm. went back to that life. Because I'm telling you, you see those, the woman that the Bible talks about, the Benina. I can tell you in real life we have Beninas. And I have met those Beninas during mm. that season. I even remember someone telling me, you sold your uterus to become rich, you know. Wow. And those women are there. Those women are there, to, you know, to mock you, yeah. you know, to, to say all those names. So when, when Anna was talking about this Penina, I'm saying Penina is real. And we have those Peninas in our lives even today. Those who think that for them to be pregnant, is it, it's an achievement. They don't know it is God. Mm. Sometimes we think conceiving is just sleeping with our husband, and it happens. But believe you me, it takes the hand of God. Right. It takes the hand of God. It takes the mercies of God. Because the Bible says, I will show mercy to whom I've chosen to show yes. mercy. So it takes the hand of God and the mercies of God, even to conceive. I always say, the first blessing is to conceive. The second one is to carry that baby to the full term. And the third one is to see that baby birthed and growing to fulfill the destiny, to fulfill a destiny, you know, mm. because it is not easy. I have lost still. So if let's carry on with the story. I have lost. So I have some. Yes. So some is growing very well. And uh, I try again with the faith, now that this bad comment or whatever what is what was taking my children, you know, has been removed. God has, you know, so I conceived again. And this time, I experienced stillbirth. So the baby decided to sleep in my room. Wow. And how many months? Four months. Four. 
and now I'm like, God, again. So yeah. to me, Rudy Paletena. Mm. But I'm telling you, you know, because this time I'm surrounded with people who know God, my faith was strengthened. Mm. You know, without the teachings that these people were teaching me, I accepted it with thanksgiving. And I told God, I have seen you saving my baby when I am bleeding. And with the reports of the doctor saying there is no baby. And God, I have seen you restoring that baby. For if this is your wish, fine, I accept it. It is okay. I have cried to that God of Lazarus. You know, the God who raised Lazarus. Yeah, I'm like, the God, you need to raise this one for me because you did it for Lazarus. You can still do this for me. But it did not happen. I lost the baby. Mm. So I went through that procedure. You know, it is not easy. Mm. It is the worst. It is painful. It is devastating. And uh, I tried again. In, one thing I've spoken about in my book mm -hmm. is never quitting and never giving up. Yeah. So for me, I never gave up. So I tried again. And this time, I started bleeding. <laughs> so I started. Again. So this one now, this time, this is uh, 2017, 2018. You remember all the season I don't tell you my husband was not born again. Yes. So for the 10 years I stayed with him, he was not born again. But for me, remember, now I've given my life to Christ. Yes. And so I had the burden of our praying for my husband to get saved so that we can serve God together. And in 2017, he gave his life to Christ. Amen. And then in 2018, we did our wedding. So we decided to dedicate this marine to church. You know? Yeah. I don't know. This, there was only something that was pushing me, like, we need to break something. There's something that needs to be broken in this marine, mm. their covenant and all that. So we did the wedding. But even before that, 2016, I still had a miscarriage. I started bleeding. How many babies now? Wow. Are you counting? Wow. You're not counting. Five. <laughs> we are at five. We are at five. Yeah. And the unbroken one is 2018. After 20, I conceived. And this one is even a baby, it's a prophetic. Baby, mm -hmm. where a man of God just points me from anywhere and says, God is going to bless you with that baby. Mm. And the same, same man, they confirmed that I'm pregnant. I'm so excited. I gave a scene of preservation, protection, thanksgiving, you know. But I lost the baby. Wow. I started bleeding for months. So I lost the baby. But do you know what Nitori? You know mm. this? Mm. The doctors cannot really even say what What's is going on. I only say my blood has traveled to countries that have not even got my blood has gone to South Africa. Because the doctor suggesting that this test they want us to run and it is not they not do it here in Kenya. So we have to send the samples to South Africa. I spend money when the result came out. Nothing. Everything is perfect. So I've lost a baby at April 2018. Around August, I conceived. And this one is a prophetic baby. A man of God come, is a visitor to our church from Uganda and Scottish but could give you double twins. And it happens. I conceived. I carried the babies very well. I was glowing. I was laying. I did not have any complications until the fourth, the third month, towards the fourth month. I'm on my way going to work, and something just tells me, pass by for a scan. And I pick my phone around South Sea. I call this lady used to check. Uh, we used to do for me the scan, and I'm like, Brenda, who can come to Angalia? What do you want in the Leaji? To my shock, one baby was dead. 
So at least once, 18 weeks. 18 weeks? So, Brenda is like, and this umtoyata jakufa kitambo. You know the you know the way they do things and I'm like, Brenda, are you sure? I was like, yes, this baby is not playing. This baby has no heartbeat. But this one has heartbeat. So mama, I called my gyna. I told her I just felt go to hospital to for a checkup. And this is what the scan is showing. So I went to my gyna. There's this myth of the doctors that one can survive and the other one will shrink. And the worst part of it, I stayed with a dead baby in my home for three months. And I'm working every day, I'm driving myself to work every day. And people look at you and they're like, you know. They don't know. Then I'm like, if you people know what I'm going through, you know. If you can go, the pain, the agony, and everything. And so the doctor advises, you have to push it to a certain week, so that is seven months, so that they can save now the baby that is alive. But I, there was complications. Magic comes up, I went to hospital, I had a lot of pain, in labor, and the doctor soon turned in. Unfortunately, this baby, they were sharing a lot. It did not survive. So I lost now the twins. Wow. 2019, I lost the twins. For me, Naitori, I know when I see it is a testimony for me, people wonder, Ruth, are you, are you, are you serious? Are you crazy? Are you for real? But this is how I see it. Maybe the devil does not come to take my children. The devil comes to take Ruth in person. But what has God done to me? In all those seasons that I've gone through those grief, God has protected me. Mm-hmm. I have gone to theater not once. I have done, I've hand still, but not once. But you know what? My uterus is okay. My ovaries are okay. My fallopian tube is okay. My everything is okay. And I'm always reminded about the Bible where it says, as no matter how the tree has been cut, you know you cut it from the stems. Yeah. And as long as the roots are there, it will still sprout. You know. Amen. I am okay. Amen. And I am blessed of the Lord. Amen. And when the right time comes, I will conceive and I will give birth. Amen. Amen. I choose to love God, not because of what he can give me, but because of who he is in my life. Amen. The devil has given me all these calls to dissolve this God, to go back to my that previous life, you know. But I choose to stick with this God because he says he will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. I may look this with a carnal mind and see the chorus ashamed me. I am in church as a leader in front seats and everyone is seen Ruth with big yeah. you know I'm pregnant and all of a sudden Nothing. again it has happened. For me it is a shame. To many it is a shame but for me what I know it is because God has something great for me. Amen. Amen. Yes. Ruth I'm told our time is up. But I need you to speak to two people. One, one who's going through the same thing that you have been through. And two, to the men. Please tell something to the husbands, to those women. <gasps> this is your camera. Look at the back camera and see some. Wow. It is not an easy journey. It is the worst thing and the greatest pain of every woman mm-hmm. to lose a child. The expectation of every mother is to conceive, to carry to full term, and to see that baby growing. But you know what? God is the giver of life. And this is my advice to every woman who has gone through miscarriage, who has gone through stillbirth, who has lost, like I lost my firstborn, you have carried 
full term nine months and you've lost the baby. This is my encouragement one to you. Don't give up on God. He's a faithful God. He's a merciful God. He's a God full of compassionate and full of love. And when the right time comes, he will bless you. Remember I have Samuel. If today I do not have a Samuel in my life, I know my enemies will be so happy. But God is so faithful that he gave me that one just to stand and see that he's able to do. I always say this, if God blessed me in 2013, even now, he can do it for me. Mm-hmm. And for the husband out there, one thing that my husband always used to tell me is, and that one used to give me a lot of hope and a lot of comfort. Every woman desires to make you a father, you know? We want to call you papa, we want to call you dad. We want to have you children that will call you dad. And this is my advice to you. Stand with your woman. Stand with your wife. And be the shoulder that she can lean on any time and any day because it is not easy. I have battled depression since I lost the twins. But I have had someone who has stood with me up to date. I pray for every family that the God who bless me with someone, He will still do it Amen. for you. Amen. And don't give up on God. I choose to love God because of who He is, not because of what He can give, not because He can give me children, not because He can give me job, but Amen. I choose to love God because He is our faithful and our merciful Father. Amen. Amen. Please tell me about this book. In 30 seconds. My book. <laughs> yes. You wrote a book. What is it about? I've written my book. Beyond the Tears. Beyond the Tears. You have heard my story. My story had a lot of tears. It has not been a, a smooth journey. They were not tears of joy. Many of them, they were tears of sorrow, tears of pain. And God gave me this book. That beyond tears, I can still be trusted. Amen. You know? And so I have done this book just to encourage everyone who has gone through what I've gone through. And you know, every person has a different Goliath that you're fighting. Yes. For me, my Goliath has been conceiving, you know. There's someone who's been fighting this Goliath of finances, joblessness, marital issues, and other things. Yeah. But I want you to understand that beyond those tears, he can still be trusting as our God. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Ruth. I wish we could go on and on and on, <laughs> but I know, I know God will create another, amen, another avenue amen, and another platform amen. for us to continue this conversation because I know there is a lot that you've not shared, yes. but we thank God for the time today. Yes. Thank you for coming thank you and so God much. bless you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate so much. All right. Wow. What a story. What an encouragement. 10 pregnancies, 15 years in marriage, one child. Prophet Samuel is alive today to the glory and honor of God. I pray that your faith has been stirred up. Thank you for your time. If you have a question or comment, if you'd love to get in touch with us, please do so through the numbers that appear on your screen or through our social media platforms. May your faith in Jesus Christ keep growing. My name is Sharon Aitore Mongeye.